0: Thank you for listening to All Music Radio, Washington, D.C., where the hits keep on coming. Tonight's topic is, why does the church have problems finding and retaining musicians? Where are the church musicians? Why do churches have problems finding and retaining musicians? Are musicians chasing down the almighty dollar versus getting close to our Savior, Jesus Christ? Has church changed so much that it's fueling the problem as well? Competency and dedication should be reasons why churches should retain musicians, but that does not seem to be the case in church today. Get a new pastor and see what happens. What you did in the past doesn't even factor into the equation. We will be discussing these very issues in some depth on All Music Radio, Washington, D.C. Your host, Mike Fortune. We'll be right back after this message. Thank you for listening to All Music Radio Washington, D.C., where the hits just keep on coming 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You can find us on the 365 Live platform. Search under All Music Radio. You also can hear us and find us on the web at www.allmusicradio.org. We appreciate your listenership. Thank you. Be blessed. Have a great day. Okay, we're back. Your host, Mike Fortune, All Music Radio, Washington, D.C. Once again we're talking about church musicians. Uh, let's start from the fact that there are so few musicians that are in fact available. I know some musicians who can play and I asked the question, um, why don't they play in church? And they indicated me. They don't want to deal with all the issues surrounding church and church folk. Now, there's nothing saying that ministry is always pretty because sometimes it can get ugly and nasty and everything else. So uh, I have 50 years' experience at it, and I can attest to the fact that uh, there are churches who are influenced by individuals within the church because they give large donations, so they're allowed to get their way based on that fact. It shouldn't be that way. It should be what is in the best interest of the church, what does God expect us to do versus certain individuals who are so untrained that they think they know more than you do. And that just creates another problem in terms of just trying to get things done. Uh, you, The whole culture of church and music has changed drastically. We're really moving to this praise and worship experience. Now, I don't know what we were doing before, because we were praising and worshiping God before, we just put a new label on it. And and now you have some churches, you have to audition to get on the praise team. Then my question comes to be, what happens to the people who don't make it? Do they become discouraged and not participate or come back to churches? So there's, for me, a whole multitude of issues that come into play when you talk about church musicians because there are a lot of dynamics <laughs> particularly environmentally that to me come into the equation now I've been at churches uh you know you you go play there first couple of times and and you know I got a little concerned because I kept looking around. I was like, "Where are all the people?" I mean, you need people to finance the activities at a church, and you know, the pastor was offering a reasonable salary. I try to keep it, you know, somewhat in line with their ability to compensate, and it was reasonable. But my concern was how long could he maintain it, and it turns out my thoughts about the thing was true. He couldn't, so he had to let me and the other guy go because financially they just weren't cutting it, you know. So it's like, wow, you know, that didn't used to be problems in churches, you know, church A lot of churches were pretty much packed with people. And has scandal created the environment? Has the desire to make as much money versus uh, bringing as many souls into church uh, have created the conflict? Because definitely it's a trickle-down effect Whatever goes on at the top affects everything. I don't care how great musicians are. You can pay them well, but if they're frustrated about the dynamics that uh, get in the way of them providing that ministerial music service, for some, it creates a problem. For an example, I know of one musician was going to take a job, highly competent, has played all over the world, and can play anything. However, the pastor there, she wanted to tell him what to do and when to do it. And he was like, oh, no, I don't operate that way. You tell me your mission, and I'll carry it out. But if you're going to dictate everything I do and every move I make, thanks, but no thanks. You know, I've had a situation where, and you know, I'm talking to the pastor, they talk about they want this great worship experience. And my response was, your people aren't deep spiritually. So how are they going to understand the word as well as the word within the music if they don't have any knowledge other than being somebody sitting on the pew? And, I mean, it came down. I said, well, how long have you been preaching? Oh, 12 years. Well, I've been playing 50. So who do you think is a more in-depth expert, me or you? She so couldn't say nothing. Because you know I was right, but because she was the pastor, you know she say, well, you know she obviously has the authority to say, well, this ain't working. Well, it ain't working because I'm not gonna do exactly as you want. Like, you know, this is not slavery. You know, slavery's over with. You know, so these are some of the issues you you get confronted with. You get people who can't sing. I mean, they can't. I'd be honest. They can't sing it for a damn. As far as I'm concerned, what training? No training. They just get somebody and becomes to be a sing-along with the bouncing dot. That's not good gospel music to me. Uh, You know, know, sometimes they want to sing everything new out there and don't have the voices to make it happen. You know, so that creates a conflict. They're unrealistic. Some of the people they get to on their search committees, they have no musical training other than they like what they hear. You know, if you're going to hire a musician, look at how long they're playing, what they can play, can they play hymns? You know, let let them take a choir, you know, have a rehearsal and, and then provide uh, a Sunday for them to play then you can find out in terms of are they going to have a positive impact on the musical experience at your church. We will be right back after this message. All Music Radio, Washington, D.C., With the hits just keep on coming. Thank you for listening to our station. You can listen to us on the 365 platform, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. We play great gospel music, great jazz, great R&B, Latin, pop, rock. We just love music of all kinds. So, take some time out to listen to us. We play what they don't play on commercial stations anymore. We play real gospel music. Gospel music that you can sing to, you can hum to. And that you remember. Try us out. Check us out on 365 Live. Search for All Music Radio. Or go to our website at www.allmusicradio.org and just hit the button that says listen to music. Thank you for listening. God bless. Okay, we're back. You know, once again, uh, you do have some musicians who are chasing no almighty dollar. I'm finding in the D.C. Baltimore region that the average monthly uh, stipend for playing is somewhere around 350 to $400. And that is probably a range for a small to medium-sized church. When I say medium-sized, probably no more than 1,500 to 2,500 members or 3,000 members at the most. Now, there are some of your larger, quote, mega churches who compensate a heck of a lot more. So basically, there is no, I say 350 to 400 is about the low average uh, compensation, uh, but that's not the average of, of a whole. It really comes down to a church's financial ability to compensate. I know at least one church, they pay staff musicians $65,000 a year. However, they play every Sunday, and with a salary like that, there is no need to play anywhere else. Uh, Their ministering music makes way over $100,000 a year. But those churches are few and far in between but they have the financial capability to, in fact, do that, and that kind of encourages musicians to uh, stay there. But you're not going to get a job there unless you really have your act together. You need to probably have great ear training as well as great sight reading training in some respect, or at least be able to do so. Uh but like I say, those churches are far and few in between. The average churches aren't that big and they don't pay that kind of money. Some of your medium churches may pay anywhere between thirty five to maybe fifty thousand based on if you're the minister of music versus a staff musician. So the salaries vary based on ability really, so uh there's really no, I would say there's no medium other than I think 350 to 400. Excuse me, it's reasonably acceptable to most musicians that I know. But I think it's a combination of a number of issues. Uh, you have a lot of young musicians. The only thing they want to play is the latest and the greatest music that's out there. And they don't, there's a lot of churches don't even sing hymns anymore. So that's an aspect that gets lost in the mix. And it potentially can affect people that you get because they have no training, no interest, and weren't required to play hymns. I mean, that can have a ricochet effect In the long run, as far as go to a church that sings hymns and your choir, your praise team can't sing the chants or the songs because they don't know them. Uh, There are a lot of churches just gone to a praise team concept, and they don't even have any choirs anymore. I think the church choir is becoming to be extinct. You know, uh, you know, it's like an extinct animal that needs to be on a preservation list because you know everybody wants to have a praise team. Well, my question is, what were we doing prior to that label? It was called devotional, and we were still praising God and worshiping God in spirit and truth. Hopefully, I've given you some insight on why musicians are leaving the church as far as playing, seeking other musical opportunities, Uh, the environment that exists in churches sometimes creates scenarios where there is no spiritual growth and you know who wants to be around something like that we don't have to always have those options musicians have options just like members do i don't want to be at a church where they don't love praising the lord savior jesus christ for waking us up each morning and startling us on a way and keeping us safe. I think you gotta believe in what you do, you gotta believe in what you teach, and you gotta believe in what you sing about, as well as the word uh, is something that you, ha- it has to be something that one can grow from. So that's just my take on this topic as far as church musicians and churches. Uh, Hopefully provide some insight as to why the problems exist the way they do. Thank you for listening to All Music Radio, Washington, D.C. This is your host, Mike Fortune, signing off. Looking to hear from you next week. Be blessed and have a great Sunday.